the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show, final hour of the week. Started the show by talking about Buckeye Valley Schools. Big local news story. Buckeye Valley. Two board members are homophobic. They dare to question an author invited into one of their elementary schools to read his book, It's Okay to Be a Unicorn, to elementary kids. School board member wrote a letter to the superintendent, interim superintendent. Hey, what are we doing? Are we indoctrinating our kids in... Gay ideology, like this is why we were elected to watch this stuff. Oh boy, alarm bells go off. Channel 10 finds a mom and a dad who are opposed to it. Yes, there are differing views in every district. And so the mom and the dad who oppose it become many people who are opposed to this. And the board members who are doing what they were elected to do in the fall when they were placed on the board by citizens of Buckeye Valley over three incumbents who were voted off the board, a pretty telling fact left completely out of Brittany Bailey's story on 10TV. Um, well, they're doing the job they were elected to do. So you can catch that on the podcast. Starts top of the hour. The podcast available on 9890answer.com. Aaron does a great job of uploading that. It's available in 20-minute increments for you uh, each day. Now, as the final uh, first hour of the show ended, I was talking about Frank LaRose apologizing to him because statewide reporters got it wrong. He did not give Madison Gilbert, congressional candidate, a heads up on the legislative districts back in March when they were drawing the maps. It looked like he did because the time on his text was 2.11 p.m. The timestamp on the notification that came out of the actual hearings was 5.11 but that was because the three-hour time difference is, well, it's a timestamp issue, not a three-hours difference on notification issue. So let's make sure, you know, you don't hold Frank LaRose accountable for that. If you were going to vote for John Adams for Secretary of State in the Republican primary, I would have no quarrel with you. But if you're going to vote for him on that ground, that would not be fair to LaRose. So LaRose is a guy who, you know, he's young, he's Secretary of State, no questions about Ohio's election because it's not one of the subjects, Ohio's elections, of the movie that you can watch on Monday and Wednesday of next week, 2,000 Mules. So Ohio's elections look fine because Trump won by eight points. Trump made the comment on Saturday at the Delaware rally that he thought he won by more. That puts Frank LaRose in a little bit of a tight spot because he's always said that everything in Ohio is fine. Of course he does, because if it's not, whose fault would that be? Frank LaRose. So 
I don't know what to make of Ohio's election. I think the Democrats realized that Trump had done great things for our state and thus was unlikely to lose Ohio. The polling was such that it was not close enough for them to try to stuff mail-in drop boxes in Cincinnati, Cleveland, Columbus to the degree that it would swing the election eight points. No, that's not going to happen. So you have to, if you're going to funny around with an election, you have to find states where the margin is likely to be razor thin. And you probably can't pull up to a mail-in ballot drop box and pull out hundreds of ballots and jam them all through the tiny slot on the mail-in ballot receptacle. But if you wanted to pull up multiple times a day with multiple people each day and put multiple, four, five, six, ballots through the slot at a time, that you could do. That you could do, theoretically speaking. You would need a lot of money or a lot of really committed ideologues. There are, of course, people out there who were all in on Joe Biden's candidacy, and you might have been able to find some who would do that. Could you have found hundreds of them, maybe even thousands of them, without paying them? Mm, Doubtful. But if you don't have a job, and you're predisposed to be a Biden person anyway, and somebody tells you that you'll be paid to pick up ballots, stop by mail-in drop boxes, deposit said ballots, and you'll get paid, would you be willing to do it then? Well, it sounds like a pretty easy gig, right? I mean, you might have to do it in the wee hours of the morning so nobody would notice although not everybody did it in the wee hours of the morning, all these things are posed in the movie 2,000 Mules. And I'm not trying to shill for it because it's executive produced by Salem Media Group. I am advocating you take the time to go and watch it on Monday or Wednesday because when the libs say, and they keep saying, the 2020 election was the most secure in history. Well, what's the authenticating fact for that. Sorry, but you've long since lost my trust in the fact that just you saying it makes it true. Them saying it does not make it true. Them saying it a lot, and at every turn, every time it's brought up, makes me a little suspicious. Why do they keep saying it without allowing for... I don't know, cases to be brought to the Supreme Court and adjudicated. There is no evidence of widespread voter fraud. You know what? I will get on board with that sentence if we can add just three letters to it. There is no evidence of widespread voter fraud yet. And that is what the movie 2000 Mules is about, because having watched it, I can tell you that I now no longer will recoil uncomfortably 
when I hear someone say that the 2000 presidential election was stolen. And the reason why I won't recoil when I hear that is because after watching the movie 2000 Mules, I think it is highly possible, in fact, quite probable, that the 2000 election was stolen. The reason I say that is because some forensic experts in election integrity requested data or paid for data. I don't know who was the benefactor behind this, if in fact there was one required. But they obtained cell phone tracking data. And they obtained U.S. government security videos of mail-in Dropbox locations. Yeah, I mean, shocking that if you're going to have mail-in balloting, which the Democrats pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, that there would actually be government cameras on site and that that video would be available to anyone who requested it via a Freedom of Information Act request. And so that is what the people from True the Vote did. And they tracked people's cell phones. Yours gives off a unique ping. You're trackable everywhere. I am too. And they found that at least 2,000 so-called mules, people who were packing ballots, multiple ballots, from one drop box to another drop box to another drop box to another drop box, and making stops every day, If each mule carried, let's say, five ballots, and they stopped at, let's say, 20 drop boxes per day, and they did it for, let's say, two weeks, how many ballots would that be? Well, it's pretty easy to calculate. They establish a standard in Atlanta, Milwaukee, Detroit, Phoenix, and Philadelphia. That's Pennsylvania, Arizona, Michigan, Georgia, and Wisconsin. Joe Biden won those states and thus won the presidency. If Donald Trump had won those states, he would have won the presidency. Is the amount of ballots that appear to have been inserted into the mail-in drop boxes by people on video showing up at wee hours of the day and putting... Clearly, multiple ballots in the box. Within the range, the margin of victory for Joe Biden in each of those states? Yes. Yes. That's what the movie will show you. That's what the movie will show you. That's why I felt like I've kind of before said, yeah, I think the election was tampered with, but I'm not really sure. it was." No, I'm pretty sure now. I'm pretty sure now. And... While Joe Biden will remain the president, these are criminal acts every time you put multiple ballots in a box. Criminal acts, federal crime every single time. It's on video many times. There needs to be considerable pressure applied to file charges against each and every person they can identify. We will talk to Dinesh D'Souza next Wednesday at 1245, and we'll see if he thinks That will happen in any one of these states, let alone all five where it occurred. 
Well, another win for the teleprompter against our president, Joe Biden. Man, did you see Biden yesterday squinting into the prompter, looking at the prompter, trying to talk about Russia and oligarchs? They really shouldn't give him uh, words that are big, like oligarchs. And they also should make the print, like, really, really big, because he was squinting. Um, I could laugh at it if it wasn't so... It was pathetic. It was pathetic. And I don't mean pathetic in the sense of that I am criticizing Joe Biden. It is pathetic, his wife and the people who purport to care about him are putting him through this. He is a mannequin. I mean, just listen to this. Now, again, this is the leader of the free world, okay? And we're kind of at a consequential time in history. We've got the leader of Russia threatening to use nuclear weapons. And we have the leader of China eyeing us as perhaps vulnerable enough for the first time ever for them to make significant gains against us on the world stage. And we have Iran giving us permission to talk to them only if we allow Russia to be our spokesman. So it's kind of important that our president be with it, okay? Does this sound like Joe Biden is with it? That will enhance our underlying effort to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their, take their, their ill-begotten gains. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy. And klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys. Uh, man, that is so depressing and so hard to watch. Oh, wow. I mean, what's, what... Remember when they were going to invoke the 25th Amendment against Trump? That he was not mentally competent to be president? That was the Speaker of the House saying that. Or the House Minority Leader then. Oh, Nancy, you'll have that Minority Leader's office again in November. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. No, in January. I'm sorry. Uh, I've said before, I don't understand the math on this. Maybe you don't either. Inflation is up to what? Eight and a half percent, right? Okay. According to Bureau of Labor Statistics, not according to Larry Kudlow on Fox, not according to Charles Payne on Fox, not according to me, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. In the average U.S. city, ground beef is up 15% since last March. Bacon is up 23%. Boneless chicken breasts are up 18%. Eggs up 26%. Milk 17%. Coffee 16%. Gas that you heat your home with is up 23%. Gas prices are up, gasoline prices are up, what, 60%? How is inflation only 8%? Are we all eating tofu? Is that why? Is tofu down? Oatmeal down? No, oatmeal's not going to be down. Nothing with grain in it is going to be down. 
because a big part of the world's grain and a big part of the world's fertilizer, which, oh, we're in plowing season here in the rural heartland of America. And after plowing season comes what? Planting season. And after planting season comes what? Fertilizing season. Yes. And nitrogen fertilizer is made largely from products made in Ukraine. Okay? Now, Vladimir Putin's war plan is to cut the western part of Ukraine off from the eastern part of Ukraine. Why? Because the ports that ship the stuff out of the Ukraine are in the east. So if he landlocks Volodymyr Zelensky and the Ukrainians, they will not have a way to get their crops out. Not that they can grow crops while they are being bombed by Vladimir Putin. So there are those who think we are headed for, not here in America, because, hey, we're still very affluent here, affluent enough that we occupy ourselves with whether we're born the right sex or not. I had an interesting conversation Sunday at church with a doctor from Haiti. I told you about this earlier in the week. And I said, in Haiti, do you have gender dysphoria? No, not really. We're worried about where our next meal is coming from. Here in America, we are awash in prosperity. Yes, even in our poor neighborhoods. By comparison to Haiti and other places, Africa, where they're definitely going to have a food shortage, they don't have time to worry about how they feel today and whether they are non-binary or pansexual. Comfort introduces a whole host of issues, and we are seeing it. So, everything we do as conservatives matters. You've got to be on guard, and I would say, if you want to make any kind of significant gains in getting us back close to the foundational values that we have as a country, everything you do has to be purposeful. Everything you have to do, everything you have to do has to be measured. Everything you do might require some additional thought rather than just trusting people to do what you would do if you were in their spot because so many times now we see in our society that the people that we trust, whether it's teachers, news people, uh, professors, people who innovate and run our tech companies, they have a definite plan to what they're doing. And now that we've become a little bit aware of that, we can't relax. So this is why I advocate for the Patriot Switch movement, which is a movement to get you to buy your goods that you're already buying, not to get you to buy new stuff, to get you to buy it from a different place. What kind of a place? A place that is family-owned, a place that is pro-America, a place that is pro-life, a place that is pro-environment because all their products are made from plants, so they don't hurt the environment, they don't hurt you. Wonderful conversation yesterday with Cheryl. She's part of the Patriot Switch movement now. Really glad about that. You might be interested. If you are, go to PatriotSwitch.com. Click on the down menu. How did you hear about us? Bruce Hooley. And I will give you a call or a text. We will confer and I will explain it all to you. Now, we have video of a kid in Whitehall jumping out of a car as police gave chase. He flips hind end over tea kettle. Off come his shoes, and the cops run over and ask him if he's okay. 
And he says, did I break my neck thing? Now, you might say, didn't he mean, did you break your neck? No, he meant, did I break my neck thing? You see, he was wearing a neck brace as he fled from police in a stolen car. Why was he wearing a neck brace? Because he got injured the week before in a car that was stolen, that was wrecked when he was, you can fill out the rest of the sentence, that's right, fleeing from police. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.